You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerds! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and animes are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast, issue number 223. I'm your host, Jason, alongside my co-host, Rigel. Rigel in the <laughs> building. Yes, I'm feeling a little silly today. Oh. I'm feeling a little mischievous. <laughs> okay, all right, a little mischievous action going down. Okay, I like it, I like we are it. entering gremlin hours, my friend. Oh, gremlin hours? <laughs> Is that what we on right now? That's what we're on, baby. Oh, man. Okay, all right, gremlin hours. It's, it's, it's... It is Friday night, yes. and I am uh, done. I'm ready for the weekend. Hey. I am weekend it is it's been a long week yeah it has uh, been yeah no i'm i'm just i'm ready i'm ready to poop i'm ready to, i'm ready to crash <laughs> i like that no i'm same here man i'm so ready just to lay out and relax but you know what the grind don't stop you know what i'm saying but it uh really doesn't yeah nah man but uh, a lot of exciting stuff man i'm super excited about with uh with the podcast and uh a lot of good things coming man but before we get into all of that man but i know you said your week's been busy it um has. Like, if you want to get into some of the busyness, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just been nonstop work, uh, but good work, well, or... it was part busyness and also part, uh, no, nothing serious. I'll talk about it a little bit later on. I had yeah, a, yeah. I had a medical procedure this, oh, uh, snap. this weekend. Oh, not yeah? this weekend, uh, this past week. Yeah. In the middle of a Tuesday of old days. Mm. Um, and, yeah, no, I was, I was on anesthetics and, uh, oh, okay. just loopy for the rest of the day. Ah, uh, um, that so good that, stuff? It kind of threw, threw a wrench into things, but, yeah. I mean, other than that, I've been, I've been good, just, just tired, busy, mm-hmm. working, yeah. um, trying, trying to read more. I've been reading the, the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. My, okay, I love Tolkien. I love Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. I'm a huge fan of it. Yeah. Jason, do you know how freaking long the first book is? <laughs> I, I mean, it looks it looked like a Bible, man, to be honest, man. That but thing is thick. I got like a like com- an encyclopedia. Yeah, I've got like a complete collection that has like all three books in one, and yeah. you can murder someone with it. Oh, I believe it. Um, it's massive. <laughs> and like the first book, it's so good. Yeah. But like Jesus Christ. Like I'm halfway through the book and they're just now at Rivendale. They're just now doing the Council of Elrond. We're like, okay, we have this ring. What are we gonna do with it? And I'm mm-hmm. like, I only have like so much book left and we're just now at this part. What, uh, what in the world? Like the uh the never ending story, man. Yeah, really. Yeah, no, I just remember seeing that book and I'm just like, what? is that and they're like oh that's lord of the rings and i'm like oh because i remember seeing that book when i think in the eighth grade and i just remember like going to the library i'm like man it's a thick book but why does 
why this in the fiction section, man? This thing huge, man. I would think this is like a, a biography or something. Like, this is like world history, fill in the blank, man, whatever. And it's like, nah, man. I'm like, wow, oh, okay. It's, it's world history, all right. No, just yeah, that's not true. our world that's history. That's right. It's a good point. Good point there. But, uh, but yeah, man, that's awesome. Well, hey, good luck with that, man. That's a long read right there. Mm-hmm. Long, long read. Just, you know, the cliff notes. Give me the movie. And uh, I refer to uh, to y'all. I just like, hey, yo, so what does this mean? <laughs> I'm not going to know. But uh, but yeah, man, you know, for me, you know, I'm just like you, man. Just uh, working, grind, don't stop. Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, a lot of, you know what, though? I think it's uh, for me, me being tired is kind of like I'm good with it. I'm kind of used to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, kinda, you do settle into it at one point. Yeah. Yeah. You settle into it. I know that's not always a good thing, but also though, it's like when, you know, when you're working on building something and it's, it's something that you like envision, it's like, Oh yeah. yeah like I'm, I'm great with that. Uh, but, uh, but I know, I know it's all paying off, man. And that's the, the sweetest feeling in the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Right. I, uh, yeah, no one, don't worry folks. One day we will, we will get a rest. One day we will be recording this episode on the Miami beach. There we go. Point. That's right. Coconut martinis in our hands. Yeah. Uh, just laying down there. You'll, you'll hear like seagulls going off in the, uh, the distance. <laughs> That's right. Goddamn seagulls stole the frost. That's right. That's right. And I'm telling you, man, it's all going to happen, man. I believe in the power of words and manifestations, man. So it will happen. But without further ado, though, I know y'all ready to get into all this good news and breaking news and all these headlines. So, Roger, without further ado, you ready to jump on in? Mm, Let's do it. All right. Let's go ahead and hop on into breaking news headlines. All right, guys. Breaking news headlines. And unfortunately, man, this is uh, we have to report on two icons of, you know, culture uh, just yeah period man like as far as like different sides of culture but culture icons that you know i mean you could man you can literally sit here for hours speaking on this one particular person harry belafonte oh man harry belafonte passed away at the age of 96 now if if you don't know who harry belafonte is do yourself a favor All right. And just Google Harry Balafonte. See all the things that this gentleman has done from singing, acting, producing, and most importantly, activists. You know what I'm saying? He was up there, you know, bringing all the cultures together, marching alongside Martin Luther King Jr., civil rights issues and justices. I mean, not just here, but around the world. You know what I'm saying? This right here, when I saw that he passed away, I'm like, wow. You know, like I wasn't. I mean, when you're 96, it's kind of like, all right, like you've done so much in this lifetime that only a few of us will, will come close to even getting to that uh, a glimpse of or a simple portion of the things that he's done. And he's paved the way for so many of us in ways that we may not even realize. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, there's so much more I can get into. I, mean, I could talk about Harry Belafonte for hours, but yeah, he just recently passed away at 96 and we lost a TV icon, 
Jerry Springer. Trash TV icon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that one was surprising. So, like, whereas, mm-hmm. like, you were saying with Harry Belafonte, like, yeah, okay, uh, like, it's heartbreaking to actually see him go, but, like, mm-hmm. he, he's 96 years old. Right. Getting up there. Yeah. Jerry Springer, though, like, I... Yeah, man. You almost think that man's immortal. No, nah, <laughs> like, I'm serious. And you you know, take him for granted. Exactly, <laughs> man. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, he passed away at 79 and from my understandings it was saying that he was battling a secret battle you know of cancer and you know he kind of kept that secret obviously he didn't want to let too many people know and uh but yeah man when i saw that news i was like oh my gosh man it's man it is something man it's, it's like we're losing so many people yeah that are i mean at least with me I, and i say this and i always joke about my age but i'm serious man a lot of the people that i came up and watched and studied like i studied harry belafonte when i was in school obviously speaking of after school i would run home and turn on jerry springer as soon as i got off the bus and, <laughs> and to see all the craziness and trash tv yeah yep. like you were saying man and uh and to see you know alongside so many other of our icons from the past that are just, you know, passing away at such a frequent rate. It just feels like, man, like, hold on, man. Like, wait a minute. Like, it just feels, I don't know, man. It just feels bad. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'll, like we always say here at the podcast, man, we always want to celebrate the memories of all of these people that passed on. And, you know, Harry Belafonte, man, you could be, you could be up here for weeks. He is in the underworld right now performing uh, Shake, Shake, Shake Sonora with <laughs> with uh, Beetlejuice as we as we speak. That's a uh, yeah. No, that God. Yeah. Like Jerry? you were saying, like you really with uh, Harry Belafonte, like he oh, yeah, really yeah. did everything everything man. everything 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 it's like yo i can sing i can act and not only that man i'm out here marching i'm out here trying to get you know equality and i'm here standing up for civil rights of course back you know in that time man with martin luther king jr and it's just like man there's so many things that he's done it's like yo man i i just if I were, I mean, unfortunately, I w- I'm not going to be able to, but I just always said to myself, like, if I ever were to meet Harry Belafonte, man, I would just be like, you know what? I'm bowing. I'm like, yo, mm. man, thank you. Like, thank you. Like, you paved the way for for me, for so many others, for all of us, man. And and if you do some research, man, you'll realize, oh, man, I didn't know he was, like, in the forefront of that. And because of him, I'm able to do yeah. this more. And it's, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and then with Jerry, you know, <laughs> Jerry Springer TV, you can say what you want about Jerry, man, but you know what? One thing Jerry Springer always said, man, at the end of every episode that rings true is like, make sure you take care of yourself and each other. And I'm yep. like, man, it just hits harder now. End of the day, Jerry Springer was all about bringing people together. It wasn't yeah, always true. the best kind of people to all bring together yeah. into one room. Yeah. Just, I will never forget that one bit from Austin Powers 2. Where they're on uh, Dr. Evil is on Jerry Springer. Uh-huh. And then his son just like comes out. I was like, what's this mini-me doing here? Who is this dad? I'm your actual son. He's not your son. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, look, hey, Jerry, that's the thing, man. Jerry Springer has touched so many 
many different IPs. Like you were saying, like Austin Powers. I remember the episode of the Wayans brothers from back uh, in the day yeah. when they were fighting over the girl. So you got the two, you got Sean and Marlon fighting over the same girl and realized they she was cheating on both of them. It was just little moments like that, man. It's just Jerry was always in the mainstream, man. Like regardless of how you feel about him, like he was there. And he's such a legend that his, what, uh, the bodyguard, was named Steve. Oh, yeah. Steve, yes. He's got like a show that's been on for almost 20 years, man. So, you know, Jerry out here, man. Yo, God, man. That's so, ah, oh, man. That's so crazy. That's so crazy, man. But, uh, but as always, man, we always say whenever someone passes away, you know, make sure, you know, well, I mean, just Google. I would say IMDb, but, you know, with these two names, just Google. Can you imagine being like in line to get into the afterlife and up ahead, you're like, Oh snap! Is that Harry Bel- Belafonte? Mm-hmm. And then, like you, you look behind you, like, is that, is that Jerry Springer? Jerry Springer? What's going on down there? Exactly. It's like, wait a minute now. Like, the escalator to heaven, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Harry Belafonte? Yeah. Okay, I thought yeah. I heard about that, but the, the, Jerry? 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 What you doing here, man? Like, oh man, you know, hey, I'm just. I'm here to <laughs> host. I'm here to host what's going on up here in heaven, man. I'm here now, you know? Oh, man. But, yeah, so uh, definitely want to send our condolences and uh, and love to the families of both Harry Belafonte and Jerry Springer. Rest in peace. All right? And then uh, we'll move right on along from that story to a story involving Disney and politics now one thing about the podcast that we try to do i mean we might dip our toe in it every once in a while but you know we try to keep politics out of what we do here on the pod on the comic section because you know the one thing about politics is always arguments it's always you know and it gets heated yes. like and understandably so i mean when it depending on the topics and everything but when it gets to this side to entertainment to the nerd world it's kind of like all right we got to talk about this so obviously for those of you who may not know disney is in florida and california but walt disney world in particular in florida and one thing about florida florida got some laws man florida got some laws about florida when i was a kid i always wanted to like live in florida because of how much i love going to orlando love going to walt disney world love going to universal studios and sea world and all those parks right but uh the older i got and i started to see you know the i guess uh the representatives of said florida (laughs) and the laws and the things that have been going on i'm like ooh. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. I want to, you know what I'm saying? Not to say, hey, I mean, whether this side, listeners, whatever side you are on when it comes to that, okay, cool. But it's just me personally. I, I just want to visit. I'll come by. Florida is one of those places like, you know, it's cool to uh, to be there every once in a while. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you, you hear about the, especially like the Florida man stories. That yeah. Comes. Every day there's every a Florida day, man. Every day there's a Florida man story. <laughs> every single day another weird, ha- just when you think you've seen it all. Right. Florida man straps himself to rocket and tries <laughs> to reach the moon. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, uh, it looks like Walt Disney comes company is suing the florida governor ron DeSantis following the politician's effort to revoke the company's special district status now um yeah so you know that whole story in itself is is kind of crazy so 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sad trombone, yeah. indeed. But yeah, so basically, they're suing, Walt Disney is suing Ron DeSantos over claims that the Republican governor illegally voided an agreement that allegedly transferred certain powers of the company's now dissolved special district back to Disney. Now, as per The Hollywood Reporter, Disney is asking the court for a declaration that the legislation is unlawful and un enforceable for multiple reasons basically a targeted campaign of government retaliation and uh yeah it's uh it's kind of crazy because the governor DeSantis is using his punishment for disney's protected speech but uh yeah yeah like this this whole thing is crazy you uh, know uh you said that florida it's got you know some some craziness to it some politics but you know what else florida has what's that some meatballs <laughs> I so we're we're talking about politics now again. Yeah. Whichever whichever side of the aisle you're on, that's uh-huh. fine. That's great. I am not a fan of Donald Trump. I'll just go ahead and get that out of the way now. Okay. But I will give the man credit. He comes up with some pretty catchy nicknames and Meatball Ron. I'm sorry, <laughs> you will never beat those allegations, Ron DeSantis. You will always be Meatball Ron. Always, oh, now man. and forever. Oh wow! Got the Meatball Puffy Cheeks. Yeah, we. She's, <laughs> Well, you know what, though? It's kind of like the thing about Disney and Disney's bringing in so much money to the to the state of Florida. That's what makes this so especially stupid. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you're bringing in so much money. I mean, that, let's be honest, man. Like people who go to Florida for the most part now, I'm not going to dis like all the other places. I mean, you got Miami, you got all the, you know, the big cities and stuff like that. But it's kind of like for generally, man, you're constantly getting people coming all over the world to Orlando, Florida. Yeah. And of course, Disney is like, all right, cool. Well, because we're this big of an economy, we're going to have, well, we possibly should have special access and privileges to where like, hey, we see how much money we're bringing in. Yeah. This is, it's been a lifetime agreement, like literally part of their infrastructure that like Disney would have like their own regulations for like, no, keeping up their own roads Mm -hmm. and Basically, I don't know the nitty gritty of all the details, but basically, like they were their own separate entity, right? Uh, and then Ron DeSantis and part of like this showboat of uh, uh, his whole battle against cancel culture and wokeism mm-hmm. decided to uh, retaliate against Disney uh, because the Chapek at the time, yeah, spoke out against the don't say don't gay say gay bill. bill, yeah, yeah, and so that spiraled into okay, uh, well, before the council is dismissed, that gives us our special privileges. They're going to write us this clause that like still allows us to like do certain things, and then this other council that Ron DeSantis brought in was like, uh, no, we're not honoring that, and now, mm-hmm. yeah, Disney's Disney's cracking the whip on them. Oh no, and, for uh, sure, hundred percent. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. Yeah, it's so crazy how they're doing it. But yeah, like you said, it was all over the, um, you know, Disney stance on the, you know, don't say gay bill. And even Bob Iger actually came out and pretty much called DeSantis anti-Florida. Yeah. Uh, So it's it's a real thing, man. It's, I don't know, man. This is just, this is insane. But yeah, now, now that... They messed up, and now Disney's suing them. It's like, ooh, man, brother, good luck, because you're going to need it, man. Florida's main, like, uh, export, like, the main thing that, like, brings the money is tourism. And a huge part of that tourism is people coming to Disney. Like, yes, like Mm -hmm. you said, 
there are people who are going to be visiting like other major cities. But again, it's all tourism. It's all yeah. a part of that. You're literally attacking one of the major aspects of your own freaking industry, which mm -hmm. as a Republican who is like all for like big business being yeah. able to do whatever it should. And money. That's very anti-big business doing whatever the hell it should mm -hmm. of you. Yeah. It's it's literally like if Governor uh, McMaster came out tomorrow and said, I'm shutting down the, uh, the International African American Museum just, mm -hmm. or just I'm attacking Charleston. Charleston, yeah. no more. We're, we're shutting you down like bro you do realize that majority of south Carolina, like a good portion of the money we bring in mm. is from all the people who come in, who come in. Charleston. yeah yeah like, yeah what the hell it's like you know what man that's some ultimate you know ego you know petty like oh you ain't gonna rock with what i stand for okay i'm coming after y'all and then you're like oh wait oh uh <laughs> well you know what he can't back now now because it's kind of like all right if you know you at, all right if you know and i've always heard this and i kind of practice this from time to time you got to stand in it man you're like even even if you know you're losing it's like you know what nah i'm not budget <laughs> that's just the ego and pride <laughs> like you know you're like oh man i messed up all right in my head damn i messed up bad but i can't i can't fold right now Mm -hmm. I can't not to the mouse. You can't back down, but it's like, <laughs> oh, dude, you're in a you're in a world of hurt. Yeah, and like literally, you're you're imposing these sanctions on Disney because you're of uh, going against their First Amendment rights. Yeah, oppose a bill that you got. Like they didn't even. They just said that they didn't agree with the bill. They didn't really do anything to be like. Um, now we're like completely like destroy it or anything like right, that right 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 she's yeah nah so uh we'll uh we'll keep you guys uh updated on this story because uh yeah this is uh i'm sure this is probably going to be in the news for quite some time because uh, especially with ron DeSantis, uh obviously he's going for the presidency and everything so uh it's very very interesting to see how all this is going to turn out you know, no. I actually, fun fact, true story, I actually did get a um a piece of junk mail the other day that was like a pro-Ron DeSantis, because uh -huh. like, obviously he hasn't announced his presidential campaign yet, but like a amp up to his presidential campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a little voice recording on it. You know what that voice recording says? Uh-oh. Oh, uh, I'm Ron DeSantis, and you should vote for me. Uh, I'm Meatball Ron. Uh. <laughs> That's a meatwad joke uh, for all you Aqua Teen Hunger Force lovers out there. Force, hey guys, what is your for me? I don't know. Oh, oh man yeah man it's ooh, this this is gonna be interesting man but uh another story that we'll move on from that's gonna be interesting and uh we've made We've made mention of this a few times, but of course, we're talking about Superman. That's right. Mm. Superman Legacy. And apparently, James Gunn came out and said that Superman Legacy is not a comedy. He promises this is not a comedy. It's not going to be silly. Of course, people know him for being that director that does silly I don't even want to say silly movies, but he puts a lot of silly humor in his movies like Guardians or the Peacemaker show. Uh, so, you know, a lot of people are concerned. I mean, people are concerned right. anyway because of this whole thing with James Gunn and Peter Saffron changing and doing a bunch of new stuff. But with Superman, they're like, come on, man, please don't. Don't Peter Quill, Superman. Right. Please don't. <laughs> please don't no, do that. No uh, Chris 
Pratt as a as a Superman, please and thank you. <laughs> Literally anyone but <laughs> Chris Pratt. Yeah, nah, it's uh, but it, right now they're currently looking for an actor or um to fill in the uh the role. But he did promise that it's not it's not going to be what the fans are coming to expect in his I guess in his directorial uh you know, I guess for Superman. So I don't know, man. I, I'm just me personally. Obviously I'm a Superman fan and, um, yeah, I'm just waiting. I, I don't want to, I'm not going to, you know, jump on the James Gunn hate train. So I like James Gunn. Yeah. I, I believe in him. I think he's going to do well. I hope he does well. Uh, but yeah, it's just, uh, I'm, I really want to see how he handles it. And of course he loves Superman. So it's not like he knows, like what Superman or the tone of Superman, I feel like he knows where it should be. Right. So, yeah, I, I agree with, I find it kind of sad that he even had to come out and make this statement. Cause yeah. like me being a James Gunn fan, like I was looking at this thing the entire time being like, I wasn't expecting it to be a comedy. Me I don't know why people were thinking it would be a comedy just because Guardians of the Galaxy mm -hmm. is a pretty funny movie. Yeah. But like those have their tender moments in it. Peacemaker, mm -hmm. funny show, has its tender moments in right, it. Right, right, right. Um, and yeah, with this new Guardians movie coming out, like I, I was just talking to people today. I'm not ready for that movie. I'm not either. I'm going to cry. Yeah, it's going to be you bad. You will see me weep. And when I say bad, I don't mean like bad movie. I just think it's going to be. It's gonna to be tough, man. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a a hard ride to to get through. Let me, you know what? Okay, I've been meaning to to share this on the show for for some time. I was debating whether I would save it for the uh, Guardians three review okay. or or for now. But you know, I'm going to go ahead and do it now. All right. I'm going to explain to you guys with just one scene, one of my favorite scenes in the entire MCU, mm -hmm. uh, why James Gunn is such a masterful artist Ooh. and why you need to trust him as a director all right and it's from the scene where yondu and rocket reclaim the um the ravager ship after the the ravagers uh like they do the whole mutiny they mm -hmm. lock him up in prison and then they break out of jail yeah and then you just see them go on it well it's really yondu who just goes on a killing spree mm-hmm mm -hmm. But uh, you see them go on a killing spree, taking down all the um, the other people that are on the ship, all the the traitors, uh, and it's all set to the song, one of my favorite songs. That mm -hmm. I just cannot remember the name to right now. It's a "Come a Little Bit Closer" mm. by who is the artist's name? I'm pulling it up right now. Come on, come a little bit closer. Ah, okay, I. I I get what you're saying. I think I, um, cause I'm seeing the scene in my mind right now. Yeah, you remember it. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Here's why, uh, that scene in particular is so perfect. Mm. Uh, and why the way that he uses songs in his movies is so utterly, uh, perfect. Yeah. Cause he's brilliant at that. He like is. he knows how to put a song where you wouldn't even expect like, Oh, okay. They're like, Really? Yeah. Come a little bit closer by Jay and the Americans. That's mm -hmm. the band. Yeah. So 
how it works is that song is all about a man who's in a bar in Mexico mm-hmm. and he sees a girl and he starts getting a little like flirty with her. Like she starts making those uh, those eyes with him. They start oh, yeah. having a little bit of a romance. Mm-hmm. But he knows that that's Jose's girl, the mm-hmm. uh, the big bad hombre in town. Uh, and he knows if he flirts with this girl, if he messes with her, it's going to be problems. It's going to be problems. Okay. But then she brings in the chorus, come a little bit closer. You're my kind of man so big and so strong like she's tempting him to to come and oh like, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, along. yeah and then jose enters the scene and the song ends with the man running away leaping out of a window and on his way out he hears the woman say to jose come a little bit closer <laughs> you're my kind of man that song yeah. perfectly capt- captures that moment uh-huh. because Yondu is Jose. The Ravagers were the guy flirting with the girl, and the girl is the ship. The uh, ship has no loyalty. The ship is just there it's just to there. Yeah, to take yeah. wherever you gotta go. Yes. Like, that's what I'm here for. Okay. And Yondu, he's the big bad ombre. He is there to uh to reclaim his lady. He mm-hmm. sees these people like flirting with his girl, stepping in on his turf, like what's going on here? Right. And he's he lays down the law. That entire moment where he's just whistling mm-hmm. and you just see the bodies like falling like rain down yeah. the, like all of it. Wow. Beautiful Not art. That. He he is good at what he does, people. Yeah. Uh, people who disagree, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, go ahead. Go Get ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's uh, it's very interesting, man. I'm Like I said, I'm not on Twitter, but I do see the comments from Twitter on other social media pages and just seeing the comments of people just, you know, they just have no faith in them at all. And like you said, man, that's a brilliant point is that he studies everything, even the actual song that he's intending on using. He takes time to study the lyrics and like, okay, this song's lyrics matches the scene that I'm going to put together and it's all going to come together in one ill like form of art but a lot of people it would go right over their heads because that went over my head i just remember seeing a scene i thought it was just badass but that extra element right there shows how much of in-depth and how intricate everything that he does and i feel like he brings that energy to guardians and obviously superman we know i mean it don't matter marvel dc it's superman yo so you know that he knows how to handle superman at least i do i know a lot of people say otherwise but i believe it's going to be amazing mm. and we just have to you know wait and see man but uh i'm ready for it i'm here for it I'm so kind of tempted to put together my own playlist of uh what would a good like james gunn superman uh soundtrack, soundtrack? Go? oh man and i'm going to like make my own and then when the movie comes out i'm ooh, going to compare notes and be a, like ooh, yeah that's a good idea let's see how close i am that's a great idea man like how would a james gunn superman soundtrack be that soundtrack is going to be fire you are mm-hmm you already know. I'm trying to think in my mind right now. You know what I'm thinking? Uh, well, nah. Because, I mean, uh, I, <laughs> I can't help but think about Top Gun. Uh, Highway to the Danger Zone. Yeah, Danger Zone. See, but I don't know. It's not. It doesn't fit Superman. That's though. Hal Jordan's song. That's a that's a Green Lantern song. Good point. Because he, he's an Air Force man. You're right. You're uh, right. 
for me, the quintessential Superman song has always been Mr. Blue Sky by Electric Light Orchestra. There we go. Yeah. Mwah. Yeah. Mwah. Yeah. That, yes. Okay. All right. Hey, James Gunn, if you're listening, man, you know, you got some supporters here and we're giving you some great ideas. All right. So, hey, we have to wait and see, man. I'm interested in that soundtrack now. I'm like, I'm probably more interested in the soundtrack than the movie yeah. a little bit more. <laughs> but uh, we'll move on from that story from DC to another DC story, but bigger than this. Uh, well, how do you feel about the whole AI uh, culture that's happening, man? Uh-oh. What, <laughs> the sad trombone, no, sir. man. No, I don't really like it. Don't like it at all. I, huh? I like aspects of it. Like, there are some useful components of AI yeah. that um, can definitely help. Like, parts of it that are like, hey, write a quick email for me. Or being able to, uh, like use it as a search engine on like different websites like easily navigate through stuff right i can see yeah but the whole other levels especially with like ai art and using ai writers that's the mm. stuff where i'm like pass yeah yeah well you know with me like i obviously with me working in radio and the music side you see a lot of these ai like uh you would see rappers they would take the voices of and do them over with like the lyrics to the actual rapper who or singer who sings the song and they will put a different person on it what yeah they've been doing that they've been doing that and i'm like what the heck so that sounds like a static shock villain what <laughs> no yeah yeah so it's kind of like um it could be anybody right let's say lady gaga they will have an ai of drake singing or rapping lady gaga's lyrics in the in a drake ai voice so it's like hey we want to hear drake rap a Lady Gaga song. So basically, it'll be a Lady Gaga, all Lady Gaga's lyrics, but it'll be Drake rapping. That's freaky. To it. Yeah, it is. It is. Because I saw the other day, uh, there was a one that really freaked me out. It was uh, Notorious B.I.G. They took his voice and they had him rap over Nas lyrics. And obviously, for a lot of people who know me, knows that, like Nas is my favorite rapper of all time. So with hearing Biggie voice rap, and it's, you can don't get me wrong the ai you can still kind of tell this computer right. but it's getting better and better like every other day and i'm like it's getting scary but i bring this up to let you guys know that you know there is a lot of voice actors out there who are now kind of like oh man because this is going to affect their work you would say right yeah. well um famed voice actor tara strong uh, if you know anything about voice acting, especially in the nerd world, Tara Strong, Queen, yes, all right, mm. she's she's her, she she's like that one of one, right? But um, it appears that um, she is not a big fan of this at all, and uh, and one thing she brought up about the whole AI, because she said that, and it's so true that AI, even though it can mimic your voice, it can't mimic your emotions. Yes. And she actually went on her Twitter page and she recalled a time when she actually broke down into tears while recording for Batman Arkham City. Uh, so basically it was when she was playing Harley Quinn in the game and, well, I don't want, well, I guess you have to spoil it, but uh, in the game, you know, Joker dies. Right. And then Harley Quinn just breaks down and she actually broke down crying in the studio while she was recording it. And she said that, well, yeah, can AI cry? Can it pull at your heartstrings and authenticate real human emotion? Maybe one day it'll get scarily close. In the meantime, I ain't going to be the one to teach it. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's kind of like, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, with AI, like I said, it's getting scarily good. Like every week I'm hearing something. I'm like, oh, man, this is crazy. To the point where now how are you going to be able to, you know, differentiate this person from the actual AI? But she makes a great point. Like yeah. emotions. Like it can't really do that. Not yet anyway. But Yeah, no, there is there is something special about just like still being able to have a, a human like bring a performance to something. That's something that n- no machine will ever like really truly be able to to replicate. At least mm-hmm. I, I hope we never get to a a point in our society where that happens because that's uh terrifying to to think of. Yeah. Um and yeah, like voice actors in particular, like you, you don't think it's that much work, but like it is difficult and yeah. the, the links that they go to to get great performances mm-hmm. i will um i'll never forget the time i saw uh j michael tatum he's a very famous like anime voice actor he did the voice for like uh sebastian from black butler uh he's the uh he's the fast guy in um my hero academia no oh, really okay. really famous voice actor yeah um and he was talking about uh, he's the voice for a character. Um, oh my god, I'm Hoing Kyoma. That's his name from mm-hmm. uh, Steins Gate. Yeah, and there's a scene in that anime where uh, the character's like literally like having an emotional breakdown, like panicking, begging someone not to kill another person. Yeah, and he did it in one take, but he like legitimately like broke down in tears. Like he was actually like crying, like mm. sobbing. That he had to like walk away for like a couple minutes and then come back. And then the director came up to him and was like, "So, um, here's the thing. Uh, that fit." perfectly uh-huh. but now everyone who watches this is going to know what you actually sound like when you're when you're having an emotional breakdown right so if you're cool with that we yeah can just keep it it we was keep like it, yeah. keep it i don't want to do that again yeah nah man so. yeah nah it's a good point man really great point it's just it's crazy man because that's the thing i thought about with the with ai yeah man i mean it could be cool but now you're like okay this is getting i mean and it could be you know anything new you know, people yeah. want to have reservations or especially with technology. I mean, think about like going from horses to cars and all, you know, so it's like it's in the same sense. But it's it's just like, man, you can like literally duplicate someone's voice to where it's like they don't even need to be here. Like, matter of fact, we talked about James Earl Jones giving his voice to uh, to Star Wars yep. to be like, hey, when I'm gone. Y'all have free reign to do what y'all want with my voice. I trust y'all. But I feel like now people are just doing it now mm-hmm. without even asking for permission. It's like, no, we're just going to take your voice. And that could be scary, too, not to, to cut you off. But that could yeah. be scary. Imagine you on the phone, right, and someone pretending to be you. And they're not going to know the difference. What I was actually just thinking, we're going to probably get to a point where, like, machine, well, we'll be able to, uh, like, record and capture people's voices mm-hmm. and start to like spam callers. Yes. You know how like nowadays it's like you can just tell when a spam call is coming in, it'll be like an unknown number. Right. And then like you answer the unknown number and then suddenly it's like it sounds like a family member. It right. sounds like someone you yeah. know and love being like, hey, oh I'm in a bad situation. I know I'm using an unknown number right now, but you got like like tell me your password for, for right. this, that, or the other. Like make you think it's an emergency. Yeah, and man. There are, obviously there are people who will be able to catch on, but then mm-hmm. there's other people that will legitimately fall for that. Exactly. They're going to have to come up with some type of uh, I don't know, like a fail safe or like something to where we can know. Like okay, like you said, like maybe a, a password. 
Like, okay, well, what would you say? What's the w- password that I know that you're the real you? Right. You know what I mean? Stuff, something like that. But yeah, it's, nah, it's, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It's uh, a, it reminded me of an episode of Doctor Who where the doctor is on a bus full of uh, people and then this, uh, this mimic uh comes into play mm. that first like all it does is copy and yeah. repeat everything that it hears and mm-hmm. says yeah and then suddenly it starts saying everything exactly at the same time other people are speaking exactly and then it starts talking before the doctor can speak and starts like saying everything that the doctor would yeah say man before he can say it. it's like that's that's what that's it is, what this is this exactly you nailed it on the head that's exactly what this is i was about to say Terrifying. this was the, the ai taskmaster but you done, yeah. you knocked it out the part with the mimic man that's that's scary right there man but i don't know man we'll have to wait and see man i don't it's getting it's getting scary out here but uh speaking of getting scary we'll move on to an iconic scary sci-fi uh villain creature it appears that uh alien day was the other day a couple days ago and uh, we actually oh, got a snap. I missed it. Yeah, but we actually got an update on the upcoming alien film where they shared on the official alien account that the one and only face hugger is back. Oh, but it's a little different. Oh, yeah, it's a little uh, it's a little twisted. It's a brand new story, but uh, they teased it and it looks like crazy. Uh, I mean, it's a face hugger. It's, it's looks how it looks that you would expect, but it's a little different. And um, apparently, obviously, this is going to be a brand new story. It will not continue the story set by Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Good. Yeah, right. Yeah, man. But uh, it won't continue that story. But uh, it's uh, it's a brand new one. And uh, I guess I believe that uh, there's not a lot about it, though. I mean, you got a video game that's coming called Alien Dark Descent. Um, Good. Yeah. So that's Alien Dark Descent. Yeah. So so that's a a new game that's coming. Also a TV project and uh, a bunch of stuff. So, I mean, this is a lot of alien Alien projects coming. Dark Descent. Dark Descent. They literally just took two horror video games and mashed them together. Alien Isolation and Amnesia, The Dark Descent. Mm -hmm. Whoop. Alien, The Dark Descent. Yeah. Boy, I'm really excited to be wandering around the uh, the bowels of a uh, Victorian (laughs) dungeon all while Xenomorph is... uh, hunting me down yeah freaking oh what if uh, it's uh that scene in amnesia where you're in the water and there's that invisible creature that's like going after you it can only tell where oh, it's at on, because man. it's splashing in the water come on don't do but that instead of the if it being like this weird monster creature that you never see it's yeah. a predator oh my god <laughs> that's crazy man see you giving me like nightmares we, you, hey, you know we recording this at night so you know just like man i'm nervous now man but uh but it looks like uh it's actually the new film is going to be directed um from fede alvarez so he actually uh directed 2013's evil dead and uh don't breathe so he's taking the helms in the director oh chair God. for that yeah oh this is actually going to be terrifying yeah 100 percent. 100 percent. so it's like hey a lot of big news for all of our alien fans man because you know alien is an ip that's iconic as well and uh but yeah alien day was a couple of days ago so they announced this tv video games and uh all of that 
So. Oh my god! Oh my god! What's that? This is, okay, so you said that they're changing the uh, the face huggers in this, mm-hmm. and the guy who directed this also did "Don't Breathe." Don't breathe, and Evil Dead. What of what of the uh, the face huggers instead of impregnating you by latching on their face mm-hmm. onto your face? They have like a turkey baster instead. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the one part of that movie. I was like, oh yeah, oh, nah, that was ooh. dude. Yeah, yeah, they they took it there. They definitely yeah. took it there. And now you an alien, so they can take it further now. It's mm-hmm. crazy, yeah. So oh. I know, I know. So uh, we don't have too much uh, more as far as dates and everything. Just know that you know, Alien is uh, a lot of new content is coming from the Alien IP, man. So get ready. Oh, I'm ready to be disgusted. I know, I know. Got that face hugger and all that coming to you. But uh, but other than that, though, uh, that about wraps up the news. But uh, if you are keeping up with CinemaCon, CinemaCon was uh, yes. a couple days ago. So they uh, they. A lot of movies. They teased a lot of stuff. Uh, I haven't seen any footage too much. Just like a few people who were there. And they were just talking about the presentations and everything. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's just a lot. A lot of stuff's coming out, man. A lot. Like my, the one thing I was waiting for and I was looking for was my Ninja Turtles. And oh, of course, yeah. you already know, man. So, uh, I did see a little story about that with Seth Rogen coming out and Paramount. And, you know, people are like, hey, man, they got excited. It's young kids. It's, it's going down. And it, people are excited and i'm just ready to see it but it was like uh it was so many other uh ips that they announced at CinemaCon that's just got like new stuff oh avatar yeah. uh yeah the the whole avatar or like the the last airbender yeah stuff yeah they announced a bunch of stuff with that um they released a bunch of new set photos for the uh the dune movie mm-hmm. coming out yep um god that we'll we're about to get into this but uh ton of trailers yes too too many trailers way dropped. too many trailers um, oh yeah also uh at CinemaCon, rihanna uh announced that she will be uh being a smurfette yes in a new uh smurf movie i'm like oh snap oh and uh beetlejuice j- t- beetlejuice 2 is baby development yes if they don't call it beetlejuice i will we gotta blow do a gas beetlejuice i like be it beetlejuice beetlejuice that's hard man i like that beetlejuice i'm with that but uh but yeah man so there was a bunch of announcements and all of that so make sure y'all follow us on social media at the comic section so you can check out all the latest news story from all of those big events oh, and uh oh what else there was a really really big one i feel like we'd be uh remiss to not mention this uh yeah craven the hunter yes it's going to be a rated r movie it's going to be the first ever uh spider-man spider-verse sony movie that's rated r and they confirmed that the uh the rhino is going to be in it oh okay yeah all apparently right apparently it's super bloody and um i'm kind of here for it yeah I'm pretty excited kind of surprised this is the one that, that is super rated R? super gory when they had venom and morbius literally right there freaking carnage they had carnage they had carnage and it was pg-13 but okay. you got but cravens are okay all right yeah. okay all right. well you know whatever whatever floats the boat you got it they got to win me over on that man because i'm like you got all these spider villains i want spider-man in it i do yeah I, it's like gotham all over again. Yeah, it's like, all right, look, man, I'm, I'm cool with Gotham, man. Where Batman at? I want Spider-Man interacting with this this Craven and his Venom and Carnage and all, but I mean, I don't know. It's just w- wishful thinking, right? I guess I don't know. But as always, like I said, man, follow us on social media at the comic section so you can keep up with all of those news stories and headlines when they break. 
All right. And uh, we'll go ahead and write on along to our coming soon previews. And like you were men- mentioning that we have a bunch of trailers to talk about. So uh, without further ado, you ready to go ahead and jump into our first one? Let's do it. All right. Well, uh, up first, we got the Equalizer 3. Huh? Denzel, the man, <clears throat> the GOAT to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's my GOAT right there. Oh, and no. He is the GOAT. No, nah, he, he the is goat. the GOAT. Yeah, man. Anything Denzel does, I'm watching. I don't care what it is. And Equalizer is one of those films that I'm like, I'm super hyped about. Like, if you love John Wick, Equalizer is right there. You know what I'm saying? Right in that same, that all oh, that old school, this like action, and it's Denzel. Come on, man. He's, he's the original goat. He's uh he's such a goat. I saw him chewing on a tin can the other day. <laughs> well, yeah, chewing on a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? Billy Goat Gruff. That's what he mm-hmm. is. All right. Well, without further ado, let's go ahead and take a quick look at the Equalizer Three. Who said you could come here? Just out of other people's business. Whatever it is, you and your friends do, do it somewhere else. You warning me? I'm preparing. <laughs> is that a Timex? No, it's a movie. That's the median nerve that I'm compressing. That's a level three. If it goes to level four, you will shit on yourself. You seem like a man who understands violence. I like this place. You can't take that from me. I can take anything I want. Police found multiple dead bodies on that farm in Sicily. Did you kill him? Nine seconds. All right, man. Mm, that's a spicy meatball. I'm here. <laughs> meatballs today. I am here for it, man. If you haven't seen Equalizer 1 or 2, watch them. Watch them. And one thing I liked about this, uh, they had the code of uh, fan in. So if you watched uh, Man yeah, on Fire. That surprised yeah, me. Yeah, man. Like, when I was watching this trailer, I was like, I haven't seen you in a minute. Uh-huh. Like, what have you been up to? Uh-huh. Now she's kind of like in that role, you know, when she was young on Man on Fire. And then, so, you know, just that, seeing that reunion. It's kind of like like when we see Lawrence Fishburne and, yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying, Keanu and, and John Wick and stuff. It's like, oh. There it is. Yep. There it is. So, uh, yeah, yeah, man. So I'm super hyped for this. September 1st, let's go. Fall. Can't wait. Cannot wait. All right. Uh, And then we'll move on to a trailer that I'm so ready to hear where your thoughts are on this one. Your beloved Flash. Huh? What what, what you doing? (laughs) We're off to the races already, folks. <laughs> Let's go ahead and check out trailer two for The Flash. I lost my parents. That pain made me who I am. I spent a lifetime trying to right the wrongs of the past, as if fighting crime would bring my parents back. You actually did it. I can't imagine what you've been through. I love you, monkey. 
You lost both parents in one day. Barry! I went back in time to save my parents. But instead, I completely broke the universe. If you went back and changed the past, this world must die. You changed the future. Do you know what this symbol stands for? It means hope, right? I will help you fight Zod. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> All right, Raju. Take it away. Okay. Okay. So um, mm, where, where to start with this? Um, okay. So uh, I'm still not on the, the bandwagon for, uh-huh. for this. I'm still very much of the mindset of like, like one Ezra Miller still being in this movie, even though like there are bits where I'm watching those, like I can mm-hmm. tell you're going to give like a really, really great performance. You're just such a shitty person. Mm. And I was actually thinking about the other day, like mm-hmm. it is somewhat telling. I mean, I'm, I, again, genuinely, I hope Ezra Miller is recovering and getting whatever help that they need during this time right but it is very telling though that like we are only like so many weeks away Mm -hmm. from the the movie Mm -hmm. and like we still have not heard a thing Mm -hmm. from ezra miller Mm -hmm. they've been radio silent normally like during this time they would be like all over the the press they'd be on talk shows yeah but like they're not doing that which is good if like no, they know what I was saying. Like, yeah, they yeah. know. They know that. Yeah, they know that backlash is mm-hmm. is still there. Um, you know, you can like you were saying, you can the trailer can look, you know, and, and a lot of people's opinions looks amazing, but they also know that they have people like yourself and others people in in this community of our nerd world. that's like, nah, fam, like, mm, mm, mm. yeah, and, <laughs> and <laughs> so. So, uh, you know that medical procedure that I was talking about yeah, earlier? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a colonoscopy. Oh, and let word. Me, let me tell you something. Yeah. Going through that colonoscopy, uh, th- it happened the same day the Flash trailer dropped, and man, oh man, the colonoscopy was a much better experience than watching this trailer. <laughs> oh, my okay. God. Okay. <laughs> the, again, uh, one again, another major critique that I have with this whole thing is the second... Michael Keaton's Batman, which I love Michael Keaton. He's yeah, one of my favorite man. Batman. That's my favorite. The second he said, you want to get nuts? And they put it in there. They put it in there. I was like, are you freaking kidding me they put right it in now? There. They put it in there, man. Like, here, let me let me save y'all some some um some time. Here, I'm going to go ahead and give you the, the Flash movie released right now, mm-hmm. early for you to listen on this podcast. You don't have to see it in theaters. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Never rub another man's rhubarb. Yes, and you're an impressionable young lady that a role model can really see himself in. And that's it. And scene. That's the movie. That's it. That's it. That's the flash. It's just Batman references. All this movie is is Batman on Batman on Batman. A little bit of Supergirl. Batman on Batman on Batman. Like... I, yeah. I'm just not yeah. here for, for yeah. that. I know there's going to be more to the movie than no, that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 
hey, look, man, you, yeah. hey, you making my point. You're making my point as uh-huh. to why I don't rock with Batman at all, man. This ain't, <laughs> well, the, this ain't the first time. This is not the first time we've seen all Batman in the movie. Uh-huh. That, like, why is Batman getting all the what? No, I don't want this. All right. Yeah, you're but, talking about Batman versus Superman being the Batman movie when it should have been a Superman this sequel. Should have been a freaking super. <laughs> Let me calm down. Relax. <laughs> Relax. I saw genuine rage in your eyes let me, just let me, now. Let me saw. Let me, let me, I unlocked it. Ooh, I touched me, a nerve. Let me saw down. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? All I'm saying is I relate to you. Yep. How about that? Yeah, I no, relate you know so much to you, but... We we are brothers for Batman. <laughs> what are you doing here? Exactly. Get your ass in Gotham, man. There's a much, a much stuff that in Gotham you got to fix. And, it's, part, and mm-hmm. it's your fault. Let's keep it real. But you know, I won't go down that path. All I'm saying is I relate to you. I get it. But at the same time, at the same time, let's be real. Yeah. They're not making that movie for you. No, they're not making true. they're not making that movie for Flash fans. They know it's that true. they're making that this movie for people that are like, hey, man, remember this? And that's what yep, a lot of movies are doing. Hey, yep. y'all remember this? And you know what? And I, I'll be the first one to admit it. I'll say it. I'm a super hypocrite. As soon as I see Michael Keaton was in this, I'm like, oh, damn it. Damn it. You got me. Yeah, that's fair. You got me. And. And again, not you know, not to touch on the whole because we already know about that whole debacle and all that craziness. But they know it's like, all right, if we just put Ezra on this and nothing else, and this just be a flat, uh, we gotta make money, man. We gotta. At the end of the day, it is a movie business, and I totally understand why. So we know this movie is not going to be for you. Like, oh yeah, it's not going to be for, but. For like, say for instance, our our producer Reggie C. For him, he's like, "Look, man, I want to see Flash." Oh, Reggie's super pumped. Yeah, and I know it's like I want to see Flash be flat, and I don't. It's just, uh, it's just a a situation where I'm so intrigued on seeing the results. Not even if the movie's good or not. I want to see the people like just the the box office right because this is where it's going to judge we're going to really see because in the world that we live in and especially in the world of social media like social media at the end of the day and i have to remind myself and a lot of other people that i'm cool with like hey social media ain't really but this big like in the totality of everything now in our world hey man they talking about it online it is like yo you know but to I don't know, to the dude living down the street, that's like, hey man, I'm <laughs> it's summertime. I need to see something. I need to I need to see stuff blow up. And I, you know. Yeah. And yeah. to that point too, the mo- like the box office is going to be really surprising. I think or it's going to be very telling, like you were saying, because mm-hmm. like there are so many movies coming out in June. Yeah, it's a it's, lot. <laughs> like it's going to have an uphill battle to right. compete in the box office, no matter what. Facts. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I I will say like, literally like all the online discourse I've seen for this movie has been just overwhelmingly supportive. Uh-huh. People who have like seen the movie have said that like it is indeed one of the best superhero movies they've ever seen. Like yeah. people are coming out saying that. Um, there is a lot of hype for the movie and I genuinely thought that like, I, am I just taking crazy pills? Am I just being a, a cynical asshole right nah, now? Man. But I got on a, there's a, um, a flash fan page on Instagram that I followed the, uh, the history of the, the flash. It's like a really great, like comic book flash, uh, 
fan page that I've been following for a while now. And like I saw that they shared something talking about the uh, the Flash movie trailer. I started reading the comments on that, and that's where I found my people. That's where I found the people that were like, uh, I don't know, Chief. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I will also. I'm going to call it now. I'm going to make this prediction. I'm going to lay down. Okay. I'm going to lay down money on this. Ooh. I bet that this is going to happen. Okay. There's a moment in this trailer where you see uh, Barry like having a confrontation with himself, like the younger Barry. Shouts, mm. "No, nobody needs to die." He's he's evil. I'm calling it now. Oh, okay. He's going okay. to become the the evil uh, dark, flash, dark flash, whatever. Okay. Uh, he's yeah, he's okay. evil. All right. If nothing okay. else, my yeah, freaking yeah. Ezra Miller is Eobar Thawne, Looney Tunes thing might actually ah, yeah. happen. Yeah, 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 man. It, uh, that's a good, that's a good idea. Somebody uh, came up to me and um, was suggesting for uh, for Thawne, uh, my man Homelander. He would be a good. He was oh, yeah. such a good Eobarthon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my uh to, to our guy Nix. That's who uh nice. who, who told me about it. Our uh our resident uh correspondent that goes to all of the, the premiere screenings and stuff. So yeah, he came. He's like, yo, man, what about my man Homelander? I'm like, oh yeah. He would be perfect. He would be perfect. You know what I'm saying? Put that blonde wig back on because that ain't his real hair, y'all. That's, oh, a, yeah. that's a wig. <laughs> that it blew me away when I found out, oh man, that's a wig. Oh. But that's still fire. But <laughs> but yeah, that would be dope. But uh, I'm interested now. Here's the thing I'm 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 waiting for. If the movie is good, mm-hmm. it, oh. all right. You know what? Because I was gonna say because it's all it's all subjective. It is subjective. But if it is good for a lot of people, uh-huh. I'm I would love. I can't wait to hear your reaction. You know what? Do you know what's going to happen? I what do you I'm, think? I'm going to lay this down right now. Okay. If the movie is good uh-huh. and I go see it and I walk out of the movie feeling wrong yeah. and feeling that like, oh, this actually was mm-hmm. a very great movie. This actually was one of the greatest comic book movies or superhero movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. I will pie myself in the face. I will allow myself to be pied, pied in, the, in face. the face. Interesting. I will do that. Okay. That's right. what I will eat my but humble see, pie. But see, but this is the thing though. I, I feel like I feel like I feel like you have and I'm not to say that you're not gonna like pick it apart because yeah. you're a Flash fan. I expect you to. Yeah. Um I just don't think that you would uh, all right, I'll say it. I don't know if you would admit. That oh, feels good. You know, not, not, and it's not, and that's not a diss. Okay, yeah. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're doing it out of pettiness. I'm saying because you're, I'm coming in with a preconceived, preconceived notion. notion. There it is, preconceived notion. What and yeah, and then like everybody else, because again, we we like movies that yeah. we you may say is awesome. I may be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you know, shout outs to uh, shout outs to Ant. Because we all <laughs> yeah. know how we are. Speaking of Ant Man, um, wait a second. What, what was that? Mm, sound like a gong almost. That was kind of weird. Kind of. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. We just we passed that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. But um, yeah. I just feel like I don't know. I'm I'm just interested to see and hear your reaction to it. Because me, I know me. Y'all know how I'm probably gonna give it up. I'm probably gonna be like, I might like it. Oh, yeah. I, I know I have a track record of liking a lot of stuff, but at the same time, I have preconceived notions, and I'm not even a big Flash fan like you. Yep. So that's why I'm thinking, I don't know if you're going to like it. 
It's it and, is very very like I am nervous because like literally every, even James Gunn himself they've mm-hmm. all come out and they've said that like no legitimately this is a great movie mm-hmm. so that's what makes me think that like okay maybe there is something to this that I'm just not seeing in yeah. any of these trailers it's just I guess the trailers aren't really doing anything to like really bring me into this and you know what I've um I I. I am a person that comes in with their own preconceived notions at times. Yeah. Sometimes that like reinforces how I feel about a movie. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll completely like flip flop, like Mm -hmm. uh, the Ant-Man quantum mania. I went into that movie wanting to like really, really love it. Right. And then at the end of that, I was like, that was white hot garbage. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there've been other times where like the opposite was true. When I was younger, actually when the trailer for Avengers dropped, I remember watching that trailer being like, this movie looks like crap. Mm. And then I actually saw it in theaters. I was like, that was legitimately one of the best movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, now, yeah, I'm no. Th- I'm with you, man. I, that's why I said because I have preconceived notions. And that's yep. what I'm saying. If I have it, then I know yours is like oh, yeah. 10 times as much oh, as mine. Yeah. So, yeah, this this movie has a, a long way to go. Yeah, so. yeah. All right. Well, hey, man, we definitely deep dive on that trailer. But we got another mm-hmm. trailer to get to, y'all. So, uh, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. That's right. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, for those who don't know, Flash coming out June 15th. Forgot to mention the release date, but I'm sure most of you know. But yes, Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I didn't know Hunger Games was back like that. I thought it was over. I completely forgot about Hunger Games, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I thought it was it. I thought, uh, what's my girl? What's my girl? Katniss Everdeen. Katniss Everdeen. I thought she won the whole thing. I thought it was over. You know what I'm saying? But apparently, it's not over. Uh, no. no, no. Now they got songbirds and snakes. So they're going to be fighting songbirds and snakes now? Oh, yeah. Songbirds, snakes, uh, <laughs> serpents, Santa Claus. Santa Claus is going to be there, too. <laughs> I sound so ignorant right now. I'm, hey, look, all of our Hunger Games fans out there, I apologize, man. But, uh, yeah, I had no idea this was happening. So uh, you ready to check out this trailer? Oh, let's get into it. <laughs> to introduce to you the creator of the Hunger Games themselves, Dean Casca Highbottom. I have summoned you all here for the 10th annual reaping ceremony, in which we choose two children from each district to fight to the death in the Hunger Games. From District 12, Lucy Gray Bear. There has been a change this year. As a mentor, Mr. Snow, your role is to turn these children into spectacles, not survivors. What does my mentor do besides bring me roses? I do my best to take care of you. You really want to take care of me in that arena? Start by thinking I can actually win. I'm Lucky Flickerman. First ever host of The Hunger Games. Enjoy the show. Bye. Enjoy the show. Three, two, enjoy the show. Run. Enjoy the show. All right. Okay. I I'm um so I've been I I've always had like an appreciation for the the Hunger Games. I really liked the the movies. I really liked the the books too. I read all three of them when the the movies were coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it wasn't a series I ever got like super, super like heavy fandom into, but like I always just like I liked it. It was good. It was good um young adult fiction. Uh good example of dystopian fiction before that just completely blew like Hunger Games came out and then dystopian young adult fiction just took over the world by storm and like all this other schlock just started yeah. coming out along with it. Um but I'm glad we're returning to the like original source material. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be a really good prequel. Uh, yeah. so this is the story of uh, President Snow before he became the evil dictator that we know him. To mm-hmm. be. Yeah, and like the origins of the first televised Hunger Games. Right. Um. And yeah, no, President Snow is like one of the best uh, fictional villains that's ever been made, in my opinion. <laughs> like that dude is just straight evil. Uh, you're right. Menacing. Man. You're right. Um, yeah, no, it's this is it looks like this is going to be a really good movie. It I'm, do. I'm excited for it. It do look like it, man. And um, you got my boy Peter Dinklage in there. You know what I'm saying? Peter, Peter you know what I'm Dinklage. saying? You got you got my fam, you know, Viola Davis in here. You know what I'm saying? You got a good cast, man. I'm hyped for it. Uh, and, you know, no lie, man. I was like, you know what? I was thinking about this the other day, too. Um, here's a here's a thought. Right, uh, Hunger Games, inspired by, or no, not inspired by. They inspired the Purge, man. Remember these Purge movies? Cause it came out before the Purge. It did. It yeah, did. You're right. But, but is the Hunger Games actually a, um, or is the Purge actually a prequel to the Hunger Games? Because Hunger Games takes place in a distant future. Oh. So what if the Purge is kind of what leads up into? the 12 districts and stuff like that you ever thought about that you know what i feel like i heard a fan a fan theory about oh somebody theory. brought that up i feel like that's actually been a been the thing that people have um talked about in that's the what I'm saying man maybe past yeah no that um that that, that rings true I, yeah right I, I subscribe to that that hey, sounds, sounds good yeah i don't know man i'm uh you know the hunger games was good you know jennifer lawrence that's where you know, Jennifer really popped off. You know what I'm saying? Katniss everything. Yeah, but that was her breakout role. That was it right there. So uh, I'm I'm interested in this, man. You know, it's been a minute, so I may have to, but it's a prequel. So, you know, I'm, well, is I was, that true? I was going to say, no, no, no. Uh, oh. I just double checked because there was a, you saying that Hunger Games was inspired by, and it reminded me, wait, what's the other franchise that actually is Hunger Games before Hunger Games came out? Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Great, That's right. Great movie. Great series. My Definitely bad. check that out too. My yeah. bad. No disrespect to Battle Royale. That's right. Battle Royale is legitimately... That's what that's the uh, the inspiration for Hunger Games and all so, that. Man. Yeah. So for this fan theory we're crafting, it's going okay. to be Purge happened Purge, first. Purge, yeah. And then the Japanese saw what uh, what was going on in America with the Purge and like, what if we, we did, did that, that. Yeah. in high school? And then Americans saw that. And they <laughs> were like, like, whoa, hey, here's a good idea for all these looters and shooters out here. Put the kids <laughs> in the pit. Put the kids in the pit. Put them in the pit. Huh? Man, yo, this... 
Woo, boy, I tell you what, man, we ain't too far from all this, man. That's all I'm saying. And then some of those kids got out of the pit, but then they went onto an island, and then <laughs> and then freaking one of them lost their glasses, right? And uh, then yeah, Lord of the Flies happens. That's what happens, yep. man. It all links up, man. You know what I'm saying? This, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with all this. I'm with all this. And yes, and for those of you wondering when it's coming out, man, it's coming out November 17th. You know what I'm saying? So right around Thanksgiving time, fall is going down all right and uh and we also had a few other teasers and trailers man we had uh transformers come on now rise of the beast that we're both super excited for they've uh, confirmed unicron is in this movie unicron in it unicron is in it unicron is uh, if anything unicron might be the main antagonist oh i can't wait and yeah no i am losing my crap over that oh my Um, gosh they also shared a trailer for season six of black mirror black mirror is coming y'all that looks really good yep. and a really big one that i'm excited about they released a trailer for the next uh, big disney movie mm-hmm. uh wish yes um which is the story of the uh the wishing star mm-hmm. and um it honestly like watching the trailer for this the animation like i'm i'm looking at it right now it Top is tier. breathtaking yeah like they they did it they successfully made a 3d disney movie look like a 2d animated disney movie that's what it is oh my god yeah i I can't i can't watch anymore oh no i know i know and then uh, i did see a teaser for uh twisted metal that's right snap my boy anthony mackie captain america himself you know what I'm saying? He got Twisted Metal coming out. Uh, so they released a little teaser for that as well. So uh, all of that is on our social media page at the comic section. Follow us. You know, share all that good stuff, man, because there's so many trailers, man. And I'm sure we only touched on a few. I'm sure there's like 10 others that uh, we didn't get oh, a chance God, to talk yeah. about. But uh, but yes, love them. Are y'all excited? Let us know. If not, hey, man, let us know why not and all that good stuff, right? And uh, we'll move right on along to our final segment of the show, which is reviews. And it's time for us to talk into these reviews, man. Now, you got to watch Power Rangers once and always. Yes. Yes, I did. And also Tokyo Revengers. Yes. Yes, I did. Ooh, you rubbing I your hands. Mm-hmm. You excited. All right. I'm very excited about that. And I watched A24 Spring Breakers. I've actually okay. So tell me, tell me about that. I've been meaning to to watch this movie. So okay. tell t- what how was Spring Breakers? It's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Oh! It was trash, bro. Right into it. Was, it. it was bad. It was Holy bad. Holy crap! It was bad. It was bad. A24, I know this is early A24. I'm giving y'all a pass on that one. That movie was trash. I, I shouldn't say it was the worst movie I've ever seen. It's just at the at the time when I was watching it, I was like, what is this? And I'll break down why I cannot this movie. No. Uh, so you got four college girls, right? Uh, you have Vanessa Hudgens, Selena Gomez. Hold up. And the uh, other two girls. I'm sorry. Uh, y'all are great actresses, actors, all that. But uh, this movie wasn't it. So they go. They're in college. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, and they got your boy, uh, James Franco. Trying He's to not my boy. Don't put him on me. <laughs> I hate that man. Continue. I just, you know, I, I like putting stuff on people. But, <laughs> but yeah, so these girls, you know, they're in college. And like, oh, my God, we need to go to spring break. And it's 824. 824 is very artsy. But this is before. They, this was before, this is like, before the they, witch they, and other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But you could tell that's the vibe they were trying to get to. They want to be taken serious, and I get uh-huh. that. Respect to A24. The movie starts out, like I said, four girls in college, and they're like, we got to get to spring break. I hate being in this small town. This small town is so, there's nothing to do. We just got to, we got to get out of here. It's just oh so, God. yeah, that dialogue, <laughs> but they it tried to take itself serious. That's how the dialogue was. Oh, It's like, we got to get out of this town. There's a shot of just a small town. It's so boring. We're in college. Everyone's going mm. to spring break. We got to get the spring break. We we got to get out of here, but we don't have the money. Oh, no. So What are they going to do? Oh, well, I'll tell you what they're going to do, right? But first, to break down the characters, I won't break them all down, but Selena Gomez, she is the church-going one. So she's okay. she goes to the, the college uh, faith classes and, you know, Christian and everything. And there's a cameo of, shout-outs to all of our wrestling fans out there, uh, wrestler Jeff Jarrett. He plays a uh, one of those evangelist uh, youth ministers that are super like hey guys you know it's all let's give it up for god you feel the lord you gotta feel the lord all over yeah it feels right yes right all right just trying to get into the youth but anyway she's bored with that so mm-hmm. she's like in the church she's praying all of that and then um but her other three homegirls they're out and they're like we gotta get out and we gotta do something we gotta we gotta get down to florida we're like we were Guys, mentioning a little behind the scenes i am smiling like ear to ear yeah, right now like right. hearing hearing jason just like mm-hmm. so adamantly hate something it's, yeah, no, me, ooh, it's, it's making me tingle no that, ooh, it, i'm it, loving it, this, this right now this was so bad but uh <laughs> let me see yeah so the four girls uh well three of them they decide we're going to we got to get money so we're going to rob a country steakhouse because okay. it's a small town all right all right now the robbery itself how it was filmed i was like okay that was kind of that was kind of cool so basically they took i mean i guess it was like an el camino like low trucks but basically one of the drivers one of the girls she had a mask on two other girls are in the back so they rob a country steakhouse with a rubber gun that looks real and a mallet right and so the driver you're seeing the robbery take place they jump out of the truck and you watch the girls go in and you're watching the robbery takes place from the point of view of the driver so the driver the girl is driving around the restaurant and you can see the robbery happening through the window and you're just seeing it and it's a cool shot because it's just a long shot of her driving around slowly and you're seeing window by window them like telling people to get down but you don't hear anything you're just seeing it happen so that was cool okay they end up getting the money they go down to miami and i mean it's spring break so you know it's a lot of nudity a lot of topless it's drugs it's all of that you can think of uh alcohol cocaine all of that and they get wild and they're like, oh, we got to we made it. We made it. We got to live here. Oh, I don't want to go home. I really don't want to go home. I love it here. Mm-hmm. So they end up getting too wild. Place gets busted. Cops come because, you know, young kids, college kids right. get a little rowdy. Cops come arrest them. Now, all their money they had was getting down there, but they don't have enough money for bail. But before that happened, they went to a concert, you know, just at the beach. James Franco 
doing his impersonation of the rapper Riff Raff, right? He got the braids, he got the grill, and he's rapping, and it's the worst. It's so bad. It's uh, To me, it, you know, he was doing a parody of the rapper Riff Raff, who's known, you know, white guy braids, all that, you right. know. So he's rapping. He's like, yeah, I'm an alien. I'm just here to have fun and, you know, look at big booties and make money. Yeah. So he's the one that actually bails them out of jail. Because the girls are like, we don't have any way. We don't want to call our parents because they're already going to be pissed at us. So uh, during the arraignment, he's in the back and he's just like plotting, right? He sees the four girls, four young, pretty girls from college. Ooh, okay, I might do something with these girls. All right. So they get bailed out and they're like, who are you? It's like, hey, baby, I'm here just to, you know, I see pretty young girls we all need bailing out from time to time so he bails them out the girls are like a little uh especially selena gomez because that's the the super christian one all right here's the part i was already kind of irritated here's the part that really made me mad about why i did not like this film so they're going and he's basically James Franco's telling everybody like, okay, telling the girls backstory. Cause of course they ain't going to trust him. They don't really know him that well. They're happy that you got him out, but they're like, there's something to this guy, drug dealer. Maybe who knows? Basically. And yes, he is a drug dealer, but he's like, I, I grew up. I was the only white boy in, in my neighborhood, in my town. So, you know, I'm just, yeah, you know, I'm just, these are my people. So I'm going to take y'all to a pool hall. So they go to a pool hall. Uh-huh. Right? None of black people for the most part. Like 99.9% black. Just him and his homeboy. The girls get scared out they mind. Right? They are so scared. Like Selena Gomez, as soon as she walks in there, none of black people. I, wanna, I don't feel safe. I, I want to go home. All of that. She's scared out of her mind. James Franco's like, "Why are you scared, baby? These are my people. You don't, you know. I, I just don't. I don't. I'm not comfortable here." Uh-huh. And all the rest of the girls, right? Vanessa Hudgens, they're like, mm, "They're trying. You can see they're trying, but they, they mm. I'm like, Ooh. I'm like, word. So the minute y'all get around a bunch of black people down there, oh, they get. I don't know. I don't know if I feel safe doing this. I'm like, okay. That's when I'm like, okay. Now nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. But I was like, let me power through this because I'm already mad now. So you got uh you had a rapper uh for our hip hop fans, rapper Gucci Man was it plays this character. He basically played himself from back in the day, drug dealer. And it's just drugs involved. I'll wrap it up. At the end of the day, movie about girls that want to get the spring break. They get down there, they rob a bank. They don't ever get caught from that either. So he just damn. That's the other thing. No consequences. No consequences. They go down there. They're able to have fun. Uh, they get into this drug cartel thing, and um, James Franco gets killed. Gucci Mane gets killed. I mean, I'm just going to spoil. It. It's just bad. Uh, this this movie was terrible. A24. I noticed came out in 2012. Y'all were just getting y'all foot in, and but nah, man. This uh, yeah, this movie. Mm. If y'all want me to rate it, this might be the lowest rated movie I've ever given on this podcast. Uh, I'll give this movie a one out of ten. Oh, I'll give it a one. Oh, I'll give it a one. Maybe, maybe I'm being nice right now. I really oh, want to go in and watch. I legs. I, why I really ooh. don't like this movie. Uh, a one. I'll from give it a one. Jason. Yeah, I'll give it a one. I'll give it a Holy one. crap! I'll give it a one. Hey, I, ooh. <laughs> yeah, a twenty four. 
y'all y'all definitely y'all y'all came from the bottom y'all skyrocket don't get me wrong y'all you had a rough that one i'm sure that's one that they probably let's keep that buried let's uh let's maybe. throw that let's throw it in the backyard maybe some or something like hey look how far we've come so maybe that's like all right mm, but now they're they're killing it so shout out to how far y'all have come because that right there yeah nah let's let's not do that again so yikes yeah do yourself a favor don't watch it but if you do want to watch it do your thing man but not nah, that mm, yeah so there you have it Woof, man yeah. i cannot the ecstasy i felt hearing that one come out of your oh that Woof. one was so bad man i'll have what she's having please <laughs> thank you no nah, i hated that movie god no nah, i hated that movie i'm seeing a side of you i have never seen before <laughs> and i love it I need I need more spicy Jason. More spiciness. Thank you. Yeah, give hey, me. Hey man, the first the the Batman versus Superman. Oh yeah, not nah, yeah. Then, well, uh, me, y'all been knew that about me. Yeah, but, but and then still. The, and then the SpongeBob. I'm I was hated for that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's like, good too. That that's was good, good too, too. But yeah, yeah. So but, <laughs> <laughs> but this one this one nah this yeah nah this is trash. There, yeah. Mm-mm. Well, on a on a lighter note, uh, you want me to. <laughs> Yeah. Share share my reviews. All right. So uh so yeah, let's get started with um Power Rangers once and always. Uh we were we were actually mad hype about yes. this one because you and I are big Mighty Heck Morphin yeah, Power Rangers man. fans. Uh, absolutely loved the show. Grew up on it as right. a kid. Um, like one of my favorite IPs just mm-hmm. ever in general. Yeah. Um, and I was really, really excited for this reunion special. And I thought, you know, this might actually be like this is the first time I've actually really like logged back into Netflix and watched something in a good minute. I've been yeah. just kind of down on Netflix, especially with all the the stuff that they've been going through. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was excited to get back into it, excited to sit down and enjoy the special. And uh, yeah, I can go ahead and confirm for you folks right now as a longtime Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fan, this sucked. you had me for a second man i thought it was like you were wrapping me up i'm like oh wait sucks it sucks there are okay so the the it's mighty morphin power rangers is never known for it's like superb uh, right acting or storytelling right or anything like that yeah but by God, there are just scenes in this that are just utterly, utterly painful. Mm. So it's it's supposed to be like a reunion special right. with uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, Jason David Frank and um, the the actress who was the uh, the Yellow Ranger. I'm I'm feeling Trini. horrible. Trini. Yeah. I'm spacing on the actress's actual name. Uh, but th- thigh thing thing. I want to say. It's cl- I'll, I'll look it up, but go ahead. Yeah, so um, they, uh, they're they obviously not in it because they passed away before it was made. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the Yellow Ranger and the Green Ranger are both in this, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, and the Red Ranger and Pink Ranger aren't in it from the original TV series mm-hmm. either. Yeah. Um, so literally, it's a reunion special that's just uh, Tommy and the... 
and the Black Power Ranger. Uh, and that's that's it. It's literally just the Blue Ranger and the, oh, the Black Billy. Power. Billy. Billy, Billy and Zach. Yes. Billy, sorry, Billy and Zach. Those yeah. are their names. Yeah, yeah, uh, Why did I say Tommy? It's anyway. just, you know, Green Ranger. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Billy and Zach are the only two of, like, the original Mighty Morphins. And then they bring in uh, one of the Red Rangers uh-huh. to be the substitute for the Red Ranger. Uh, the Pink Ranger that ends up married to Tommy mm-hmm. uh, comes back as the... Um, the the pink ranger for right. this too yeah. and then this new young actress uh who is the daughter of trini in the the series uh of spoilers but you kind of tell can see it coming she becomes the yellow ranger and yeah. fills in for her mother's footsteps uh but oh my god mm-hmm. so it, again it's a reunion special that's supposed to be celebrating everything that we love about the original mighty morphin power rangers right but it literally just a robo riza shows up uh resurrected from the dead mm. uh and she's planning on taking over the world and doing her her evil deeds yeah, once again like it rita does with her killing trini um yeah it literally wait, opens. Wait, what yeah it opens with uh, the, like you're just dropped into the middle of the battle uh, where um, Billy and uh, Robo Rita are fighting off against each other, and then the rest of the Rangers show up, and then she does like this laser blast that's supposed to kill Billy, but uh, Trini jumps in instead. It blows her up. It Jeez. literally opens with wow. Trini dying, Jesus. and then uh, R- Rita Repulse is like, "Oh, I must retreat now, but I'll be back, Rangers." And she goes off to dimension like lick her wounds or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you you just see Billy and Zach in Trini's house before her daughter gets home from school. And they're like, they're doing like the most phoned in acting I've ever seen in my life. Damn. Of just them being like, like it literally is like like community college, like acting 101 class level acting of yeah. like these two guys being like, Oh, we got to tell her this news, but I don't know how we're going to tell her that her mom's dead. And like, they like, they're arguing with each other about like, should we tell her that a interdimensional cyborg, witch killed her mother because her mother was a power ranger. And there's like, no, we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't tell her that a interdimensional cyborg, witch killed her mother because her mother was a power ranger. Yeah. And then it literally cuts to the teenage daughter being in the living room, just dropping her books. Like what? My mother's dead oh because my. she was killed by an interdimensional witch because she was a power ranger. Like that's literally how they tell her. That's literally how she figures out that her mother's dead and a power ranger jesus man like what in the world wow and it gets worse from there like again it's it's supposed to be like this big celebration of the the power rangers but like none of that really happens like the power rangers form they create a megazord Mm -hmm. they fight the bad guys two two of the henchmen in this by the way minotaur and slizzard oh they don't got my boy godar nope Oh, they don't have Godar. They don't have Lord Zed. Man. None of like, there are so many like heavy hitter monsters that they could. No, it's literally just Robo Rita Repulsa and then Robot Minotaur and a Robot Slizzard. Oh, and wow. that's it. Those are the three bad guys. Jeez, and man. like, I just think back to when I was a kid and mm-hmm. like when there were other Power Ranger shows that were like spinoffs of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. And whenever they did other like reunion specials, like I remember this really great one. I think it was in Dino Thunder or um, 
a wild beast one of the spinoffs yeah. pretty sure it was dino thunder but it was a really great one where like it was a celebration of like all the red rangers and yeah they literally just had like this huge collab like every red every ranger one of them, ever like forever just, red or something yes. like that right yeah and it yeah, was yeah. so good and it was like not only was it just like great fan service but i remember like that was an important like character arc for the red ranger in that episode too mm-hmm. like you see him go off against this like big antagonist that he had been fighting this and eventually like it's a power up that lets them beat him yeah um this had none of that this literally uh, just was like it's here you it, like it's power rangers just throwing and punching and with like very cringy dialogue yeah there was a line where um alpha nine uh like at one point tree um uh, trini's daughter and uh Billy are having an argument and uh, like Alpha Nine's in the room with them. He's like, oh, I will let myself go now. My senses are detecting a vibe. The second I heard that line dropped, <laughs> I lost five years of my life, and oh, I was thankful because man. I don't want to live an extra five years more <laughs> if that's in my memory bank, buddy. Oh my gosh, awful, man! Awful. Um, yeah, man. No, man I was I'm, I was hopeful that it was going to be good, but man, yeah. you know, I ain't gonna lie. I did see some of the reviews that kind of echoed your sentiments, and I was worried. I was like, dang, yeah. Man. Uh, I. I really just I don't recommend checking this out even as yeah, a Power yeah. Rangers fan I mean sure if you want to watch it watch it mm-hmm. but for me this is a this is a 3 out of 10 Damn. this is not a not Man. a fun time you know what and, and it makes sense as to why you know um, you know God bless the dead James Frank uh, or James, uh, Jason David Frank uh, didn't want to do it from what they were saying it's like he didn't want to do it and then uh amy joe johnson yep. the original pink ranger she didn't want to do it either i mean a lot of people are saying it could have been like a money but you know maybe they probably seen that and it's like nah we ain't trying to do this this is this just look mm, yeah you know so dang man all right well that's a bummer Bummer, bummer, mm-hmm. bummer. Man, oh man. So, to end on a lighter note, yeah. let's talk about anime. Anime. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, let me tell you about one of my, my uh, recent favorite anime series, uh, Tokyo Revengers. Okay. All right. Okay. So, you know what? I'm going to start this off uh, by asking you uh, this question, Jason. Mm-hmm. With a show entitled Tokyo Revengers, what do you think it's about? Tokyo Revengers. Yeah, just so, by that title alone, what do you think it's about? Hey, man, you got some people out in Tokyo, man. Uh-huh. They they pissed off. Uh-huh. They want their revenge. They want their revenge. So mm-hmm. you know they they're out. I feel in in my mind, it's it's a group of ragtag team that's like, hey, man. All right, we want our revenge. Something probably happened to their family. Maybe they friends. Something okay. Something criminal happened. Somebody got killed. Mm-hmm. Something happened. And like, yo, man, I'm tired of this, right? Maybe uh-huh. one one in particular was like, yo, I'm really fed up with this. I need to get a team together. Uh-huh. And then the team comes together. It's like, hey, man, we about to take Tokyo back. Because it's probably like a whole crime syndicate. They got to fight. And it's like, hey, y'all, we here, man. We're going, we're, going, we're going on revenge, man. We're taking Tokyo back. It's ours. You know what I'm saying? Am I close? I am actually genuinely shocked at uh, like am there's I off? some part. Okay, th- you're you're <laughs> off, but you're also like way on in some areas. Okay, all right. Well, okay. That's, that's just what I thought of. Man. So I'm like, this show is about a 26 uh, year old man, uh, okay. Takamichi, who his life has just gone to shit. All right. Uh, it opens with he literally has a dead end job. He has no prospects. He has not had a girlfriend since middle school. Mm. Uh, he has. He's just an absolute loser. Dry spell. And he and then to make matters worse uh one day he learns that his literal 
only girlfriend he ever had who was in high school or middle school rather uh was murdered hey uh so yeah so so, so there right, you go there's okay, a murder all right okay so right. so uh he's like oh man that sucks i really i really like that girl she was she was really sweet and everything mm -hmm. and then he goes to uh to no get on the subway go on the bus uh no he, he's on the subway gets pushed onto the train tracks train comes to hit him but instead of him dying he is transported back to the moment in time to the day that he pinpointed where his life went completely to shit and that's when he and all of his buddies uh decided to try to become a gang and then got their asses whipped by another rival tokyo gang ah. and he's just like why am I here? What's going on? Mm -hmm. Then uh, he he then travels back to the future to learn that some of the stuff that he did in the past then reflected itself into the future. Mm -hmm. And then it's literally about him and the uh, his old girlfriend's uh, brother teaming up so that they can prevent her murder in the uh in the future right. by stopping events from happening within the Tokyo Manji game called Tomon that uh he and all of his buddies eventually join mm. in the past. <laughs> okay, yeah, that yeah, I was off on a okay. But I you got, weren't I, entirely I, I, off. Okay, there I, was got, a I murder. got you. I got you. This guy's okay. out for revenge. Right. He's right. forming a gang. Yeah, I got that part. But <laughs> and there's crime else, syndicates. The whole timeline, yeah. that's where I was like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, no, I this was, is was, but like this is peak awful, anime, but uh, I absolutely love it. Um, all right. So yeah, season one came out last year, and then season two uh, just wrapped earlier. Um, yeah, this is just a really great like mind bending time travel, but also just fun show. Yeah. Uh, like it literally is just like Takamichi, the main character, is an absolute wimp. And he, he, they literally call him the crybaby hero because, oh, like, God, all just, he, yeah, he's one of those guys that cry. But you love him because it's the fact that, like, he doesn't give up with, uh, with whatever he's doing. So this is sounding like your your boy, uh, Midoriya from uh, My Hero Academia. Yes. Yeah, Deku. Deku. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, kind if, of the same. If, thing. It, if it's like that, I'm gonna be mad. Kind of the same thing. Deku get Only on my freaking nerves. How much he cried. It's not. When he cries, there is kind of legitimate reasons for it. Because, uh, like, it's like, oh, my girlfriend's dying again. I thought I changed the future this time so that you wouldn't die. But now you're I now getting part. murdered in front of me. Yeah, oh, I get that part. Oh, I don't like this at all. Yeah, it's tough. Um, yeah. No, okay, I get that part. Okay. Yeah, it's, um, it is a really good, really great emotional show. All right. Uh, really just highly recommend, especially if you're an anime or manga fan. Yeah. And I normally don't do this. The opening for mm -hmm. this um, is absolute fire. Ah, and, all right. And uh, if you don't mind, I actually want to just go ahead and play a little bit. Oh, okay. The, uh, the Are opening they opening? All right. Just, just a little snippet. Yeah, nothing, yeah, nothing yeah. Nothing too bad. There yeah. we go. Let's see what we got here. Ooh, hold on now. Do you recognize it? 
That's um your boy Rick Astley. I just never Rick gonna rolled get you, you, bitch. I Rick rolled you in the audience just now, bitch. What? That's not the opening. That's a cover of "Never Gonna Give You Up" in yeah. Japanese by Ty McGrath, bitches. <laughs> oh my god! I was listening to this morning. I was like, oh snap! That actually is like the perfect opening for this uh, for the series, though, because he's literally That's never going fire. to give her up. That's still fire, though. Even <laughs> the, though the actual opening is is legit. You should. You should look it up. I ain't gonna um, lie, man. I want that too. But yeah, that that's that good, was fire. Yeah. I like that one though. Okay, Again, man. That was uh that was Ty McGrath, uh, one of the best uh like uh, anime cover yeah. artists ever. He does like he does awesome work. Hey, well, let's let's keep it real, man. Rick Astley is one of the greatest oh, of all time. That's for sure. That's for I, sure. However you remix it up, it's still fire. I'm in. I'm in, but yeah, I'm in with that show, man. It sounds cool. I was off a little bit. I was on on some of it, but I was off on the whole timeline, video game, all that. But hey, I'm interested though. And uh, where's where's that on? Is it on uh, streaming or? This is one of those weird instances where streaming wars kind of throws a uh, a banana peel oh, onto the damn. Mario Kart Uh-oh. race track. So uh, I originally started watching the series on HBO Max. Okay. Uh, season one, as far as I know, is still on HBO Max. Okay. But season two is exclusively on hulu <laughs> so watch season one on hbo Man. then switch over, then to, switch over hulu, to hulu or just don your pirate hat and go on to yeah, the seven seas i have friend. to go on the seven seas on that one man yeah my this wouldn't be my first trip on the seas how about that <laughs> for sure y'all tripping all this stuff but uh awesome man okay well i'm definitely gonna check that out i definitely want to see at least season one See if that and uh, how many episodes first season? Oh, uh, first season is ooh, how many episodes is that first season? I want to say is this something like a binge in like a couple of days? Yeah, or is that one of them long ones? No, no, it's um. So the the second season is only ten episodes. Oh, I got that. And then I think the um. Yeah, I think the first season is only 20 episodes. Oh, okay. Well, that ain't bad. So yeah, it really isn't. All right, bad. cool, yeah. cool. Sound good, man. All right, well, at least we ended it on a good note. You know what I'm saying? Toxic or Tokyo Revengers. I was about to say Toxic Revengers. Uh, Tokyo Revengers, man. I'm going to give that one a look, man. I definitely can't wait to check that out. And uh, yeah, man. All right. Well, looks like that about wraps it up, man. We had some uh, very interesting reviews. And I'm definitely interested in hearing uh, the people's thoughts on our reviews, man. You know what I'm saying? But uh but yeah, let us know. Let us know your thoughts mm-hmm. on all that stuff, man. But uh, yeah, A twenty four, y'all, y'all came a long way. Y'all came a long <laughs> way. But props to y'all. Props to y'all. All right. Well, uh, I think that about wraps up another great issue of the Comic Section Podcast, issue number two twenty three in the books. And as always, man, Roger, you want to let the people know where they can find you? Of course, uh, y'all can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at flash.photography.cause. That's where I'd be posting my uh, cosplay, personal stuff, goofy little outfits, and things that I'd be doing. That's right. Uh, and then for my Amimatecula page. Mm. You may follow me at Always Sunny in Watchmen. That's right. Uh, definitely give me a follow there as well. I'd be dropping dank memes when I have the mental energy to do so. So <laughs> yeah. give me a follow there. Uh, also, uh, as always, shout outs to uh, Lil Sia with uh, Cut It Out Comics and Cosplay. <laughs> Killing it as always. I am looking at their desk now, and it has uh, this magnificent Bowser cutout. Uh, just awesome, awesome stuff that uh, that they do. Yeah. Uh, follow Comic Book John. Uh, CBJ. CBJ. 
Facebook and uh, Instagram as well. Uh, there's a there's another person that we talk about. And yeah. Anyway. Did you hear that? Dude, what is that, man? I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't. <laughs> hey, look, man. I don't. I don't like. Hey, when. All right, whenever y'all, hey, Reggie or somebody, when y'all be putting these randoms, like, dry, I don't know what that is. And I'm like, eh, I'm a little uneasy. I don't, I don't, mm. you know what I mean? I don't know. It's ominous. Yeah, I don't Something's like coming, folks. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what that is, man. But uh, Someone's coming. Oh, God. I'm Now I'm getting nervous now. See, is that what that? All it right. might be. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Well. Uh yeah, shout outs to them. Shout outs to uh to cut it out, CBJ. You know what I'm saying? Shout outs to our producer extraordinaire, Reggie C, as yeah, always. Yeah. Sonic Embassy. Make sure you follow Sonic Embassy. They got a lot of stuff in the works, man. So uh and definitely also follow Pop Culture Icons as part of their their branding over there at the Sonic Embassy, man. A lot of big stuff happening on that side as well. All right. And uh, and as always, make sure you follow yours truly, J Rock the Mic on Facebook, Instagram, no Twitter at J R O C D A M I C. And most importantly, follow the comic section on all social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, if you don't stop. Mm. And, uh, and everywhere, man, everywhere. Google us. And most importantly, head over to the comic section network.com. That is the comic section network.com. Check out. This show and all the other affiliated comic section network of shows. And while you're there, head over to our merch tab. Shout outs to our merch partners, The Exotic Enclave, where you can check out all the fire merch from the comic section podcast. And make sure you use promo code BESTFANSEVER. Save yourself 10% off on all the items in the merch store. And there we have it. All right. All right. We there did it, it folks. We did it, y'all. We did it once again. And as always, man, I, I keep saying this and I mean this. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us every week for the past four and almost four and a half years, man. We about to hit five years, about to hit 300 episodes, man. We're yeah. counting down, baby. And uh, man, it's been a heck of a ride, man. And, Stick uh, with us long enough, folks, and we will get a full-fledged rant from from J Rock, a full-fledged, <laughs> unbridled, just f bombs nah, this, nah, yeah, f bombs yeah. that. I mean, all over. I mean, yeah. there, there, there are some. There are... <laughs> I'm a little too excited just thinking about it. Ooh. <laughs> hey, look, man, there are some subjects where I'm super passionate about it. I will go in on, but I'm like, eh. Uh, you know, I'm, I might, I might hold on to that. It might happen on 300. If y'all wanted that bad, if y'all really want me to go off. I might, I might just do. You just gotta let me know. Like and subscribe for Raphael and a do rag. Oh God. <laughs> Why? See, see, now you tempting me now, man. See, see, this is what this is what y'all doing. This is what you're doing here. You tempting me right now, and I'm, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. All right. Uh, but yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in every week. Continue to let people know, spread the word, and um, our downloads, plays are going up. We're on every platform that you can possibly think of. So thank you guys so much. Continue to rate us with those five-star reviews, especially on Apple. Spotify has something cool now that I just noticed that um, you can actually uh, ask us questions on Spotify, I believe. So uh, oh, if you're no. on Spotify, if you want to send us a message, there's something new on there that they got. And so that way, because I always keep track of all of that, so send us a message on there as well and uh and yeah i think that's everything man thank you guys so much for tuning in and more big stuff is on the way man i'm just teasing y'all man we got got some some good stuff coming there we have it 
Mm-hmm. There it is. So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, my name is Jason alongside my co-host. Rigel. And we'll catch you guys next week for a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast. Peace. You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network. <laughs>